come. All right, all right. So welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of the Aggregate School Podcast with myself, Ayot. And with me, as always, once again, the guy, the man, the legend himself. (laughs) (laughs) My boy, Elijah, how are you, sir? I'm good, man. Today, I'm I'm bringing the vibes, man. It's been like NFL is back. Uh, We'll get into it in it. But everything else is slowly coming back. Obviously, we'll have NBA soon and stuff. But just excited, man. Excited for the show. Definitely, definitely. It's going to be a good one. We've got a lot to talk about, so it should be... A nice jam-packed episode as always. So we're going to to kick it off straight away with the NBA. Um, Because that's the one that's still currently a bit on a bit of a hiatus before it comes back. Um, So yeah, with the NBA, obviously the fixture list was announced, like I think last month, maybe not in August. Um, So there's just a couple of things I wanted to, to pinpoint. Obviously, there's like, obviously this is the 75th anniversary of the NBA. Um, so they've got like a couple key marquee games that they're pinpointing this season. But for me in particular, I looked at the Christmas Day games and I thought to myself, like, if you're certain young players in the league, would you be unhappy? So here's 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 my reasoning, right? Um, on Christmas Day, we got Atlanta versus the Knicks. Okay. So that's like a repeat of the, the playoff matchup between the Hawks and the Knicks. True, true. Then we got the Celtics versus the Bucks. So a nice little Eastern Conference battle. Then we got uh, the Golden State Warriors versus the Suns. So another Western Coast batch of battle between those two good teams. Yeah. Then the big one is obviously the Nets versus the Lakers. That one's huge. Nice. Uh, and then we've got the Mavericks versus the Jazz. Ooh, okay. okay. So my cool. question is, if you're like a Zion Williamson who plays for obviously the Pelicans, should he be pissed that he's not on in these marquee games on Christmas Day? <laughs> I mean, it should be a little bit ticks, you know. It's a bit yeah. of a, <laughs> Christmas games, like I've uh, like I think I told you, and maybe the listeners know, like a couple of years ago, I was in the US for Christmas. And I mean, it's a different vibe. Like the fact that you can just sit sit at your TV and watch game after game after game, it's yeah. enjoyment. And these are the games that you like you pinpoint because I know the players obviously they spend the first um first part of the day since morning with their families. And you get into it. Some of them down lucky. If you're not playing home games, then obviously you are out on the road, so it makes it a bit more difficult. But yeah, I'll be a little bit ticked off. I know Zion, he was a little bit ticked off about other stuff this week. Obviously, um, the NBA, um, the new 2K came out, and some of the ratings he didn't even agree with. So <laughs> yeah, obviously, he's a little bit annoyed. Um, but yeah, man, I would be a little bit ticked. He's a he's a he's a big player. Like he's as as uh, Stephen A. Stephen A. Smith would say. He's superstar, you know, and the fact that he's not playing, that's a mm, bit iffy for me, a bit iffy. Yeah. I wonder if it's one of those ones where, like, you'll look at the team and think maybe this is, like, a team that you know, he's not going to stay on long term because, like, are they going to be challenging in the future? Because if you look at the other players that are playing, the likes yeah. of Luka Doncic will be playing that day. Uh-huh. Um, also, like, Devin Booker will be playing that day. LeBron will be playing mm-hmm. that day. KD, Kyrie, Harden, yeah. um, AD. Uh, then you've got Jason Tatum on the Celtics. You've got J- Jalen Brown. Even Trey Young is playing on that day as well. And then some of the some of the Knicks guys are playing as well. Obviously, Giannis is playing as well. So, basically, all the league superstars are playing except for Zion. <laughs> yes. You know what? I, I agree with you because for a while I've been thinking, yo, Zion in this team, like, I know it's these young player coming in, still, like, doing this thing, working out. But it could be a matter of time, you know, not super, like, very, very close. But he could be wanting to get a trade to go somewhere else, you know. Like I know a lot of people are saying maybe like super. I wouldn't say the super teams are dead, but like look, sometimes you, you can't just be waiting. Look at um, 
Look at KD, man. He's tired of waiting, tired of losing. Exactly. So yeah. he went to the team that was winning it anyway. <laughs> so he just rather than that. Obviously, he did get like, you know, he was still MVP in the finals and that. But <laughs> sometimes you're looking for the for the next move. And maybe Zahn's thinking that. Maybe he's like, look, I thought all I can for this franchise. Maybe I should move on. Exactly. Yeah. We'll have to see. I think obviously they've rebuilt the team. They're going to try and rebuild the team around him this season. Obviously, they lost uh, uh, Lonzo Ball and that to um, the Bulls. But now this team is basically his team. So we'll have to see how they how they fare this season in the Western Conference, which is already a tough conference as it is. So yeah, that one's yeah. definitely going to be interesting. Next little bit of news as well. We had, um, I think ESPN did like a little survey. Um, I think, again, it, this was in August. They did a little survey and um, they voted. Basically, they got like 10 different NBA executives to vote who like their best player in the up, up for this upcoming season would be, mm. and essentially LeBron received zero votes in this whole thing. Um, but five votes went to Giannis, five votes went to KD. Mm. So my question to you is: Should LeBron? And LeBron James obviously saw afterwards. Uh, he saw that and he like tweeted, "Oh yeah, as if I didn't need any more fire under me. This is what he needed." <laughs> essentially. Yeah. So my question to you is: Should the rest of the league be worried that LeBron still seems enthusiastic and still seems gassed up, even in year I don't know what year he's going to year twenty, whatever he is, he's in now year nineteen, whatever it is. Yeah. Um. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, they should be, man. Look, let's 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 not get it twisted. There's some sort of players like you do not want them playing with a chip on their back because exactly they'll they'll show you what they're about. And LeBron James, like he's gone, he's done it everywhere where he's been, and obviously people are like. Obviously, father time, father time is undefeated. But let's let's look at the NFL and look at Brady, man. <laughs> I mean, even we'll, we'll get onto it a little bit, but like weekend just gone, fantastic against the against the Cowboys. Yeah. Now you're looking at LeBron. Yeah, obviously health is a big issue, especially in these finals. Like just gone, health is a massive issue. But if LeBron is healthy, <laughs> trust me, man. If that guy isn't doing it points wise, he's doing it playmaking wise, or he's making the team even better. So I would be very like for anyone who's underestimating LeBron for next season, be take care and be very wary because this guy he knows to get it done. He's got a wealth of experience, and now he's got obviously players around him and other veterans around him. So if he's off off the court, people can step up. They they've got people now, but it's all about how that's going to mesh in. But yeah. they don't sleep on LeBron, man. They call him the king for a reason. For real, for real, yeah. I think I agree with you. There's a couple, couple of players in like different leagues or different sports, for example, that just seem to defy age. We see you, you mentioned it with obviously with Tom Brady in NFL. Um, in football, like regular football, we've seen it already with Cristiano Ronaldo this season coming back to United oh at the age of 36. Yeah. And LeBron, I think, is just one of those guys. He's 36 himself or 37, whatever he is now. Um, I think he's just one of those guys that just defies age and he just continues to to play at like a really high level despite being in the league like 18, 19 years. So I think it's good that the rest of the league is, as a Lakers fan, also I'm excited that the rest of the league is, or less the rest of the league and people in general are kind of like downplaying what the Lakers can do this season because I think we're going to be really good. Um, and I think that's good for our players. They don't have too much hype going in. I think I think LeBron might thrive on his whole, maybe being the slight underdog considering how, how good the Nets are this year. So I look forward to it, man. I think I think it should be a decent season, especially if um, people are counting out LeBron already because I think he likes to to prove the naysayers wrong. So as we've already seen in the past in his career, he continues to do that. So let's hope he does that again this season. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But it's going to be, it's going to be an interesting one. I'm excited for this season. There's so many like different storylines at play. And um, yeah, as I said, don't sleep on LeBron, man. He'll, he'll make you eat those words. <laughs> yeah. So another little bit of news uh, this week, for example, we had the Rockets and John Wall 
um, agreed like mutually to find a trade for John Wall to get him out of the out of Houston. Um, obviously, we've seen that they they recently acquired a, a bunch of young players in the draft, um, and they're rebuilding with the likes of Chris Wood and that. So I think John Wall now doesn't really fit into their plans. I think they they initially offered him obviously the role as being like a backup. Um, and obviously that's not really what he's looking for right now. He's looking to start right now. He's being paid a lot of money and he's trying to start. So they're trying to find now a trade for him to get out of, of Houston. Possible destinations so far. Um, it's looking like one one could be the Clippers, if you guys can work yeah. out a trade. Um, yeah, yeah. That's what we're hearing. One could be the Clippers. Another destination, obviously, a team with plenty of cat space. The Thunder, <laughs> they've got loads of cat space. Oh, um, and, and pieces and draft picks that, that Houston could want as well. And another sneaky one that we've been seeing is the Sixers potentially as a destination for John Wall. Yeah, I've seen that. I've read a couple of things on that as well, actually. Which could be interesting. So my, my question to you is, uh, where do you think he should go or where do you think he should land? Hey, I, just, I, say, I say hit up the Clippers, really, to be fair, because I was reading an interesting article and it was saying that if the Clippers were to get John Wall, then obviously they get um, the Houston would receive... Eric Bledsoe, Luke Kennard, and um, I think some with cash as well. But the issue, I think, why the Clippers probably would pursue that is the fact that um, Kawhi is out for a majority of the season. So they need yeah. to relieve the pressure on um, on PG as well, because they obviously they don't want him playing every single night, especially with those minutes coming into um, coming into the off-season. So um, not even off-season, but coming into the playoffs. So, um, yeah, it makes sense for me. Obviously, he wants to be on a team that's winning and, and and making strides. So the Clippers make sense. But then, obviously, the Thunder with that cap space, that could be interesting. And I yeah. felt like the Sixers move as well, because obviously, I don't know if there was a merry-go-round, including with the Kings as well, but maybe like Ben Simmons could obviously, he could be involved in that trade as well. So it'll be interesting yeah. to see, because everyone knows, obviously, Ben Simmons wants out of Philadelphia, so. It's going to be definitely. interesting for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's definitely it. Like, I think we have to see where he lands. At the moment, the issue really is this, this contract of his. I believe yeah. this season, he's owed something along the lines of like 40-something million this season, um, oh. which is which is a lot of money for a player who's been injured quite a lot <laughs> the last two years. Um, so fingers crossed, if he can stay fit, he's a very, very useful player on like on a number of teams. I agree with you. I think the Clippers would be a nice destination. I just don't know if you guys can work out a trade in terms of like his contract and like what Houston would even want in return as well. I don't know if you guys can even offer that because you know you gave up loads to get Paul George back in the day. So do you guys even have draft picks anymore? I'm not sure. We'll have to see. But um, <laughs> we'll have to be players. No draft. Yeah, picks. it has to be players and no draft picks. Which we'll is, I guess we'll probably, exactly. Yeah, which is probably what what Houston want actually. They probably want more players because they've already got enough draft picks as it is. So we'll have to see what happens with that one. But um. Yeah, I think the Thunder could be good for him just because obviously there's a team that doesn't really have much right now. They've got young players like um, Shea Gilgis, Alexander. Um, they drafted like a, a young sort of like guard this year as well. So if they added him to that that core, um, mm-hmm. that could be interesting with him and Shea. I think Shea really thrived like with with Paul with Chris Paul last um, two years ago. Um, so if he had like another maybe experienced guard with him, that could be really good. But this is a young team that that could maybe need some guidance. I don't know if that's the role he's really looking for. They're definitely not challenging which I think is something that he wants. I think he wants to play for a challenger, so maybe potentially win a ring. Um, and that, unfortunately, isn't the Thunder. So maybe the Sixers could be an option as well, as you said. Guess to go back to the East. He was with the East. He was in the East when he was with, with the Wizards. So to go back to the East again could be a nice opportunity for him, I guess, if he was to, to go back there. So that's sure that could be interesting. But sticking on the Eastern side of things, um, Aaron Gordon, who was once, obviously, with with uh, the, the Magic is now 
with the, with the Nuggets. Actually, they're in the West. I don't know why I said East. <laughs> But they're yeah, in the West. No, I was like, oh, I was like, East? Is it East? My bad. <laughs> Aaron Gordon signs a four-year extension with the uh, with the Nuggets worth 92 million, I believe the extension is. Yeah. Um, have they overpaid for him? Oof. I don't know. I mean, I wanted to try to figure it out because I know obviously um last season I think he was averaging 11 in terms of points wise and I wasn't sure about his assists yeah. and everything like that they might have maybe only time will tell with this deal and sometimes I'm always saying stuff like that but obviously went to a team adjusting they looked like they were going to make a push and then obviously they lost um they lost um Jamal Murray and that was huge yeah. I don't know, man. For what it's worth, I actually quite like him. But I only like him because of the dunk contest back in 2014 or 15, it was. So, 2014. Yeah, so, man, for me, personally, he is good, but sometimes the defence is decent from him as well. Um, they might have just a little bit, but they were, that was always going to happen when they traded for him because I know he was coming up for, obviously, contract renewal. So, tying him down does help. And hopefully he continues to build on what he kind of did. I, I don't think it was the best of like debut seasons he had, but mm. obviously, hopefully he can push forward from that and have a better second season. What do you think anyway, in, in terms of like um, him I'm asking the question back to you, actually, like, do you reckon they overpaid and like what should he have been paid? Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of like in the same boat as you. When I think about it, you're like, technically, yes, they overpaid. Um, but when you look at like, what he did for their team in terms of like his defense. Um, I think he was shooting around like 50% from the field. So he was like kind of accurate for them as well in terms mm. of scoring. He didn't contribute crazy. I think he only contributed, as you said, like 11 points uh, per game, but he's never really been a crazy scorer like that. I think he's for his career, he maybe averaged like 12.5, wherever it is. So he's not really been a crazy scorer like that in his career anyway, but defensively he's been able to contribute for them. Yeah. Just something they needed. They've already got scoring with Michael Porter Jr. And Jokic and hopefully Murray when he comes back. Um, so I reckon for their team, even though obviously it's a lot of money, like 92 million over four years is a lot for a player who doesn't score a lot. And scoring is how you win games. But um, he, I think they're looking at him as like a, maybe like a uber athletic Drew Holiday, like someone who can give you defense um, and maybe contribute, hit the open free if he gets one. Mm-hmm. But besides that, like, I don't know if they're looking for him to give him too much more than that, but I think he's, he may be a piece that they thought that they needed. I think we said it when he got traded last year that, like, he could be yeah. the, the piece that they need to maybe challenge and make and, like, try for a, ch- a championship. Um, I guess the real, the real test will really be if, like, if, like, a Michael Porter Jr. actually becomes the guy that they think he's going to be in terms yeah. of, like, that, that scorer for them. Um, if Jokic continues to progress, obviously, he had the MVP season last year. Once Jamal Murray comes back, what kind of play will he be after the ACL? We'll have to see. Um, yeah. If he if he if he does anything, and even like some of their bench players, like Will Barton, will he continue to um, be a decent contributor for them? And I think they've still obviously still got like Bol Bol, for example. It, will Bol Bol be more than just a, a social media sensation? Will he actually be a valuable player for them? Yeah, <laughs> that would yeah. that would determine whether like this deal has has been was was costly or not. But yeah, man, definitely overpaid in terms of the actual player and what he contributes. But for what he is for their team, I guess it kind of makes sense. And also, really, when you think about it, like who else would they have signed? Maybe in like the off season or via trade, like it probably would have been hard to get anyone else who contributes the same amount that he does. So I guess you kind of just have to pay what you pay and hope for the best with, with players like him. And obviously, it's, it's just a great time to be an NBA player because people are making crazy money to not you know not have to do crazy amounts of 
of work. And I, I don't think he's relied on to be the scorer anymore in this team anyway. I think in, in, with the Magic, sometimes he was looked at as might be their number one option. But in this team, he's probably not even number three or four. So he doesn't have to contribute in that regard. So I guess it's good for him as well in that regard that he's getting paid to just to do a job, essentially. And that's, that's what his niche might be in the league now. So we'll have to see if he can make that next step as it continues to be a good three and D guy for them. Mm-hmm. That will determine whether this, this still has been was overpaid or not. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. But yeah, man, the NBA is NBA is quickly approaching on us. We are two weeks away, I guess, from training camp. Um, so that's going to be very interesting. Um, a couple of teams coming back this year. We've got the Warriors, obviously, with their players coming back from injury. Um, how good do you think the Warriors can be this year? Do you think they they everyone's like a lot of people in the media and like pundits and stuff have tipped them as like potential title challengers because obviously they've still got um Curry, they've still got Clay, still got Draymond, they add a, a young budding piece in, in um, James Wiseman. They drafted quite well. They brought in some some good young play- players. So how good do you think the Warriors can be this next season? Yeah, man, I, I think they can be good. And I'm not just saying good. I think they can be great. I think a lot of people won't sleep on them because they know what they were like, but they'll be like very cautious. Mm. Obviously, you know, they've been waiting for Clay to come back for some time. I, I, as someone who like is a big fan of Clay, is like definitely want to see what it will be about like now to see Clay um been injured back to back, you know. Yeah, it's is, a tough one. Is absolutely crazy. But yeah, man, Clay's doing if Clay's doing his thing, Steph Curry's doing his thing, and maybe they get an interesting like trade piece, like by some kind of miracle, maybe they like snatch a snatch Ben Simmons or something. I don't know. They they could yeah. pop off, you know. It could be a bit like, oh, so Milwaukee, like and then they, they just come back and just be like, oh, so you guys thought they were gone, yeah. No, 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 no. Like <laughs> we here to stay as long as we've got shooters, we can do this. So um, yeah, like I definitely dark horses for me, man. They can they can surprise a lot of people. But a lot of I reckon a lot of NBA players will be like, nah, we weren't surprised. We yeah. know this is potential <laughs> that they can obviously have. But imagine what could be interesting if it was a final, like um, like a conference final between um oh gosh, not even conference final, like obviously to see like Golden State be like the Nets. Mm. Obviously, KD coming back again, you know. Like, yeah, that would be, <laughs> be crazy. It'd be interesting because I know a lot of stuff has been coming out between uh, KD and obviously um, Draymond. Yeah. Draymond, so obviously, the fallout from that fight and all that stuff, and how, like, you know, apparently KD blocked Draymond and all this stuff. So, yeah, like, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it, to be fair. I'm, I'm all for I'm all for seeing like Golden State, like, improve and just come out like on a crazy kind of hype so yeah for me they're definitely gonna have a good season but again as we always say on the show it's all about health man a couple mm. of their players go down especially like if curry was to go down and clay again i think it's yeah they they might even be be like tempted to even like sort of like scrap it all up and just tear it down and try and rebuild again possibly obviously they've given Steph that money so Steph is obviously for their present and future so it'll be interesting to see how things go but yeah man I'm I'm backing them I'm backing them yeah I I feel like it will just depend on really on on Clay if if Clay is fit and that backcourt is obviously the best shooting backcourt we've we've ever seen in the league so um, it really just depends on him and his fitness I don't know what kind of player he'll be after this second injury um, we obviously keep saying, like we've always said this from like last year, in fact, that his his game is not necessarily predicated on speed or athleticism. He's just yeah. a dead eye shooter. So if he can still shoot, I'm sure he's been practicing his shot in this off season and previous off seasons. 
then he'll be fine. But like, yeah, we'll have to see what how these young pieces progress. They're a team obviously not to be slipped on, as we keep saying. Um, yeah. But we'll, we'll just have to see what happens with these young players, if they can really make that next step. Because essentially all these young players have to try and fill the space that's left by like KD, basically. Because when it was um, KD, um, Steph, Clay, and Draymond, this was a team that was challenging for the title every year. So they have to like, these young players have to kind of fill that space that was left by him. And um, they hope that James Wiseman can be like a huge big man for them and actually make that next step. Because I think he didn't really have the rookie season that he hoped he would have had injuries and stuff and kind of hindered him. Um, and maybe just figuring out his where he lies and where his his place is in the league at the moment. It took him, but big men always take a bit longer to, to, to flourish anyway. But I think they're kind of hoping he makes that step this season. So we'll see how good the Warriors can be. I think that's going to be another interesting talking point for us as we go along. But yeah, man, we're... We're close to the season starting, so um, I don't know if I should already ask you like your very early predictions for who who will win the East, East and who will win win the. What am I saying? Who will win the East and who will win the, the West? Who are your very early East. predictions? Man, I, I think it's it's the next one. They stay healthy and they just bamboozle everyone. Um, but I, I feel like with the East, they'll 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 beat Bucks in a game of seven. Though it will go to game seven. In the West, um, I've got I've got my Clippers, man. You got you got a bank on your team, even though yeah, you know it's a risk yourself. bank. Isn't it? But, um, <laughs> yeah, but I reckon like we do it. Dan Kawhi comes, he's extreme, and then yeah, somehow by some way, or one beautiful miracle, we actually make like a like an NBA Finals with all this stuff that we poured in. So yeah, mm. I'm 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 backing my guys. Yeah, I'm backing my yeah, guys. That's interesting. I would definitely obviously agree with you. East, the Nets, it's theirs to win. As long as they stay fit, that's, that's the team that's beating everybody in the East. And then for the West, I similarly have to back my guys. I think the Lakers are going to come out in the West. Um, yeah, I, I, I feel like the, um, the NBA wants it. They want a, a Nets versus Lakers finals. The yeah, ratings yeah. will be through the roof. I think it'd be crazy. So um, I think that's what they want. And I think that's what we're hopefully going to get this year if all things pan out and everyone stays fit. But Again, we never know. The West is always tough, as we keep saying. There's, there's so many good teams. The Nuggets we just talked about with Aaron Gordon could be really good. The Jazz are a team that's always up up there, but we never give them respect. The Suns have to try and make it make it back again now with you know uh, a growing talent in, in Devin Booker and Chris Paul being aging but still being credible. And you know they got DeAndre Ayton, who's really kind of starting to rise as like a, a good center in this league. So. Again, the West is very tough, but yeah, I think it would be Lakers and and the Nets. So that's our very early predictions for the conference finals, but we'll see what happens. I think uh, it's going to be very interesting this season as we go along, but we're getting closer and closer to that season starting, so that's going to be really good. We're going to switch gears very quickly, go on to football, uh, regular football, not American football. Um, And we're going to switch to the Premier League specifically. So we had a uh, game week four just just passed by. Um, we're just going to recap a couple of the games, and uh, I'm just going to quickly ask you which one, which teams are impressed. So I'll just quickly run through the results from from game week four. Um, obviously, we started the uh, week off with uh, Crystal Palace versus Spurs. Um, oh, yeah. That was an in- in- very interesting game. Very tasty affair. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Crystal Palace beat Spurs three 0 um, I know Spurs fans were not very happy after they obviously won their their first three games, but go to Selhurst Park and get beaten by Crystal Palace nicely. Um, an interesting game, red cards, all sorts of stuff going on. Wilfred Zaha balling out. It was nice to see. Um, yeah, <laughs> a couple of other games. Uh, Chelsea obviously beat Aston Villa 3-0. Uh, 
Uh, Wolves beat Watford 2-0. Um, we had a board draw between Southampton and, and West Ham, except for the Mikel Antonio red card, which affected my fantasy. Same I'm happy well. with him. Yeah, oh, minus one God. points. I'm vexed. <laughs> honesty, honesty, honesty. <laughs> we had a City beat Leicester 1-0. Brighton beat Brentford 1-0. Arsenal finally got a win and a goal. They beat Norwich 1-0. Come on, um, Arsenal. <laughs> And then the biggest one on the Saturday, obviously, was the United versus Newcastle game, which apparently was like the most, I think it was the most watched game in Premier League history. Oh, was it? Something along those lines. I don't know if it was like legal or illegal, because I definitely watched it, but illegally, don't tell nobody. I watched it. Um, we all saw Ronaldo's, <laughs> Ronaldo's debut, second debut back at United. Uh, they beat Newcastle 4-1. Everyone was watching mainly for United. They're not one watching for for, uh, for Newcastle, unfortunately. It's a team that's going to struggle this year, unfortunately. We'll have to see what happens yeah. with them. But um, yeah, Ronaldo came back. Came back, scored two goals on his debut, second debut. Um, I was obviously watching from home, and you could hear like all the fans screaming "Sue" as he scored. It was kind of, kind of surreal. <laughs> well, still, honestly. So then we had uh, on the Sunday Liverpool versus Leeds three 0 We got a nice solid win against Leeds at Ellen Road, which is always nice. Um, and then on the Monday, Everton beat Burnley three one. So my question to you is: Which teams have impressed you so far this year? But before we go on to Liverpool, because we're gonna talk about Liverpool later. But first of all, which teams have impressed you so far? Um, I was gonna say, um, I would have actually if Spurs had managed to beat Crystal Palace, I would have said Spurs. Mm. A fantastic start, obviously. Um, at that time they had three wins from three, um, a couple of clean sheets thrown in there as well. Everyone looking good. Um, I was even cheeky because I managed to make a surprise still in having Tanganga. Um and he was getting me points as well, but thankfully I whipped him out of my team. God bless. Damn, yeah. <laughs> Another man as well. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, to be fair, Chelsea have impressed me, but we all knew when that, especially when that Lukaku transfer went through, and it's not by chance that you know obviously he's got the goals and got the goal again in the Champions League game yesterday. Yeah. Um, Everton have looked pretty bright as well. Um, with some very shrewd signings in Townsend and Gray who mm-hmm. I would probably say were not like wasteaways, but players that maybe were not necessarily on people's radars. Yeah. Uh, I've been performing well. Brighton doing quite decent as well. Uh, three wins from four. Impressive. Um, I was going to say, though, West Ham have impressed me personally. Antonio um, has done. I, f- I think he's been brilliant until he got red carded as well. He was, I feel like he was on top, top form. Yeah. So, yeah, like Chelsea's... I'm not like super impressed by our boys, not to be badly, but I just think we just had a fantastic start and I like I'm impressed by it. Like I shouldn't be surprised. Obviously, it's just a Chelsea game. I would have liked us. If we had won the Chelsea game, I'd have been like, yeah, cracking four from four. But definitely I'll take, yeah. I'll take three wins from four all day. Mm-hmm. Um, but personally, West Ham have impressed me. And the reason being is because like it's all seeming to come together for them quite well now. Yeah. Whereas before in years gone by, they're buying these like 20 mil players that had the likes of Haller and other players that it's just not working out. But yeah, they, it's managed to click. They've been they stay true to um buying um good talent from the championship. We've got Bowen who's done really well. Um Ben Rama. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you think to yourself, right, like, do you know what? The sky could be the limit for them. Um, they just need to kind of like keep doing what they're doing, obviously. That's what I like about David Moyes. David Moyes, he overachieves. Like he, their team, his team's always, and he, he did it with Everton as well. Yeah. See how when he got that Man United job, <laughs> um, <laughs> went down. So West Ham are my team that have impressed me the the, the most so far. Uh, nice, 
Yeah, mine was West Ham was one of them. Um, obviously got like two wins and two draws so far, which is a good return for them considering the start of their season. Um, looked like it could be interesting. Obviously, they had to play like um Newcastle, like Leeds, and but obviously they got United next. That'll be a big one for them. Um, yeah. similarly to you, I think Antonio is like a guy that a lot of people maybe like. I don't know if he's ever got really got the respect that he's due in terms of like as a goal scorer in Premier League. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm hoping he starts to get it more and more this season. Obviously, past this red card, once he comes back from this suspension, um, then hopefully he continues to score goals and operate for them and like contribute to fantasy as well. Because it's been really good to have him on my team. But um, yeah, West Ham have been pretty decent this season. I think mine would have been before the loss. Obviously, this uh, this past game probably would have been Spurs. Um, okay. They're a team that I, I expected to do absolutely nothing the first few games. I thought they had, obviously, United, um, Sissy first game. I thought they were definitely going to lose that one. Um, I thought they were struggle against Wolves and Watford. Um, and then I thought they'd obviously probably beat Crystal Palace because it's in London Derby, that kind of thing. But it's kind of gone the opposite way of that. They've won their first three games and then lost in the, in the London Derby to, to Crystal Palace. Yeah. Which was a bit of a shock. But at the start of the season, they were, like, you know, quite um, good in terms of their defence, like, not really letting goals in. Look like they could be in for a decent season under Nuno. He's like a different type of manager for them, which is going to be interesting. And obviously, they managed to keep Kane, which, as we said, might have been their signing of the season. The fact that they've kept him on board, definitely. Um, but, but unfortunately, I think Son went down injured. I think last week, so obviously he's not playing at the moment for them, which is tough. Uh, they got the red card with Tanganga on on the weekend, which is obviously not not ideal for them because they're trying to build this defense out properly, but. They're a team that have, have impressed, I think, a little bit so far, but they have regressed a little bit in this last game, so we'll see if they can bounce back from that now. But besides that, you've got the usual suspects, Arsenal, Chelsea, United, doing what we're supposed to do. Everton, I guess, have been playing quite well under Rafa. I still don't know how I feel about Rafa being at, United, uh, at Everton, you know. I'm still not comfortable with it. It's just weird, man. I don't think it's right, man. <laughs> yeah, it's really, it doesn't, doesn't, doesn't please my heart when I see him on the sideline in, like, Everton blue, but it is what it is at this point. Uh, and the city obviously are still still in and around the mix. Um, in terms of Liverpool, though, like how do you think our season has started so far? Obviously, we're four games in. Um, these are games that we should have won. So I think, like, I mean, or maybe bar the, the Chelsea game was a draw, which might have been the, the right result. But you know, with that red card, we should have won that one. But um, how do you think we've done so far this season? How do you how do you, how do you assess our start to the season? Yeah, man, I think it's been a good start. Uh, Salah's looked well. Um, one interesting thing, though. Is is uh I would say is um gosh, what was I gonna say is a uh, money man watching yeah. him in that Leeds game Sal just wasn't I, I know there was a lot of decent blocks made by Leeds but man something wasn't right in it I felt it too as well I'll be honest with you watch yeah, that yeah, I, like, myself. I don't comments, think he's gonna be here much longer you know <laughs> it's like a lot of like so many shots like the ruthlessness of the finishing isn't like years before but yeah. then I have to be like okay there were a couple blocks made in. Um, we were we were already like kind of two 0 up, but it's a bit of a worry. But for me, it's like there's no need to to worry about. It. I'm sure as the season goes on, Mane has showed me Mane, you will come good and you will keep working hard away. Um, the Chelsea game though, that was a bit would have liked us to pick up the three points three because points, I feel like yeah. Chelsea not we're on the ropes, but maybe the red card wasn't the best thing to happen for us mm-hmm. because as soon as they kind of got that, they just kind of shut everything down. And it's it's a shame. It's just sometimes I look at it and think, right, like you know, like Tuchel, he has them them regimented down. So for me, um, we we've had a decent start, good win against Leeds. Thiago is looking really really good as well, and that's really going to help. Obviously, with Harvey Elliott, Harvey Elliott going down, but obviously Harvey Elliott only just broke into the side. 
And I thought yeah. this season anyway was going to be a big one for Thiago. The more he plays and the more he gets comfortable, the more he's just going to going to rip it out because him and, pardon me, Fabinho, even Fabinho again, brilliant man, uh, interception yeah. tackles. He's that that piece that we brought in was a fantastic bit of business. Again, it's not even about that like, maybe like replacing him, but maybe someone someone else to come and do his thing. But that's where what I love about Henderson because he could easily step in to do that as well and potentially Milner. So yeah, yeah. man, for us. We've had a good start, man. I'm happy. Obviously, no signings at the moment. We, well, no signings. We didn't get anyone in. But I think next year, definitely. It won't even be like a like an if. It'll be when. We just need like attacking reinforcements. Because it won't be now. We've got a lot of games coming up. But it'll be when the African nations happen in a couple months' time. Yeah. And we're in, oh, gosh, like, what should have happened? So, yeah, yeah man. It was like Mane and Salah. <laughs> exactly. Do you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I think we've Definitely. had a decent start. I'm very happy, very happy indeed. And just got to keep pushing it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think we've had a... Uh, yeah, I've actually like, thoroughly enjoyed watching Liverpool play at times this season. Um, yeah. I really like watching Trent at the moment. Trent is kind of back... He's kind of getting back to that level that he was... Oh, yeah, like, The season before last, when he was, like, Ooh. really flying. Um, I think he's, again, solidified himself as maybe, like, the top right back in the world. I think he's just playing at that level right now. Um, it was really good to see him see him um, get another assist this weekend. So he's continuing to get the stats as well, along with the, the play to back it up, which is always good. Um, I would like to see what happens with Kanate. I don't know if he's going to break into this team. Obviously, our, our one signing from this summer, um, if he breaks into the team with, with Matip and, and Van Dijk as our centre-backs right now, they've been solid. So I don't even know if there's a place for Kanate right now, but we'll have to see if he breaks in. Obviously, with the you know more fixtures and stuff coming along, if Champions League starts today, we're actually playing AC Milan like now as we speak. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be interesting to see if obviously when, when we need more players for fitness, that kind of thing. But um, I'd like to see what happens when he breaks into the team. Um, obviously, Firmino's out injured right now, so, so Jota's playing up front, um, which is, is interesting. He has a different dynamic. But once Firmino's back, having him back in, into the fold as our front three, we used to be able to like really boast about our front three and talk about how like how our front three used to be like a Ferrari, but our back four was like a, I don't know, like a Volkswagen Polo from 1996, where it was like, that was back in the day before we got Van Dyke and all these guys. But now yeah. <laughs> from top to bottom, our team is kind of like, you know, stacked and it's, it's quite well built, but that top three, I don't think has been the same for like a year or two now. It's, it keeps like either players are injured or things keep happening and people keep breaking in and it's just never really been the same as it was once before. So yeah. I, same as you, like I seeing Mane play, like he obviously looked very frustrated that he wasn't scoring. But it was kind of like tough to watch him miss a bunch of shots. I'm like, he doesn't seem like the same shop money that he was. Whereas Salah has just been consistently performing from like season to season, game to game. He is doing what he's supposed to do. Obviously, he's now he got his centurion goal in the Premier League um, on the weekend as well, which is good to see. But this money, I think like he, I don't know if he's the frustration is going to get to him too, too much and maybe he, he falls out of favour because of it or... Hopefully, I'm, I'm hoping he picks up again and gets back to that form where he was in when he was just scoring for fun. Um, yeah. And, and, we, and we can, like, continue to thrive. Because this league is going to be tough this year, you can already tell. Like, it's... Absolutely. Watching United play was was interesting. Because, obviously, with, um, with Ronaldo as their focal point up front, um, he added something a little bit different to the team. I think he actually... Like, you could see the Newcastle defenders were a little bit scared of him. Like, he was... <laughs> he made yeah, business man, he and he, he did what he was supposed to do. He scored his, scored his two goals. But yeah, so like him, um, obviously Chelsea, as we said, with Lukaku. Um, I remember argue, I was arguing with people from work, actually. They didn't think Lukaku would be as good as he is now. Um, they were oh. saying that obviously, like, because him coming back from, they were thinking of the United Lukaku, 
And I was saying, oh. this, this Lukaku is not the same un- <laughs> that was in United. You know? He went to Inter Milan and learned how to score goals. And now he means serious business now that he's back in the Premier League. He means it and he wants to score for Chelsea. So that's another interesting an interesting dynamic. But question to you quickly, though. Do you think the top five that we currently have, so United, Chelsea, Liverpool, Everton and Man City, will be the top five that we have at the end of the season? Ooh, um, I'm not sure. Sorry about that. Someone running outside. But um, <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not sure per se. I, mm. I feel Everton, Everton can, will drop out of that. Yeah. Um, for me personally, I still feel like Leicester will push up higher in, in, into that kind of uh, top five, top six sort of thing. But um, yeah, definitely, I feel it will be a full blown like four team assault on the league. Obviously, yeah. Liverpool, Chelsea, Man United, and Man City. It's just that who can beat who and who can hold the record against the other um, top sides. You know, obviously, Man United, they're looking at Man City, uh, Chelsea. It's not just like about the other teams like the Man Cities or the Man United. You've got also like Spurs, you've got Arsenal, you know, these kind of games as well. So, it's about taking as many points as you can. Chelsea obviously yeah. have good squad depth as well. Bringing in Lee Kaku was a big statement. Man United mm-hmm. bringing in, um, bringing in uh, Ronaldo, big statement as well. So I, I don't know. It could be interesting. I personally feel as long as we're still in the running come like Christmas time, that's important. But maybe, I know we don't do business in January, but if we were to get a good attacking signing that could give us that, oh, sorry. Just as we speak, Liverpool just scored. Nice. Um, <laughs> Arnold, fantastic. If you're listening to it, big yeah, up. Fantastic. Up, like my guy, because he's been dope this season. And um, yeah, actually, question to you, man. What, what do you reckon it is when um, Alexander Arnold plays for um, plays for Liverpool and then he plays for um, England? England. I feel like for England, I don't know if it's the system or saying it's like they're different. But when it comes to us, man. Oh boy, I never thought this guy's future captain is brilliant, man. Best, yeah. best right back in the world. I don't even I know a lot of people have their own opinions. But what do you think it is when he plays for England? What's what's going through his mind? I definitely think it's a system thing. I think um at Liverpool, his role is kind of defined. We know what it is. He's a wing back, he goes forward, um, he defends, and and he's relied upon he's part of our attacking game. Like we need him to attack. And um and defensively, he's very important for us as well. So I think his, his role is just more defined with Liverpool. With England, there's times when he's played midfield, times he's played like wing back, sometimes he's played right back, there's times he's played yeah. weird positions. So I think he just doesn't have a defined role yet for this England team. And it's mainly because England is blessed with such a like a wealth of riches at right back. Um, yeah. With like obviously like Reese James and, and Trent, and you've got like Trippier and Carl Walker. So like there's just a, a wealth of options. Um, and I just I think that there's just no defined role for him yet. I think he just likes maybe the structure of like the Liverpool the team, the fact that he has a defined role and he's able to flourish in it. It's built, it's essentially built for him and his his skill set. Whereas yeah. of England, I think it's not as a not as a defined role, but he still plays well in, in any position. I think he played midfield in the last game. Yeah. And he looks really good. So like he could do that. Well. He has that he has that in his locker for sure. Um, but I just, I just think it's the defined role and the fact that it's built, it's like tailor made for him, just for the way that he plays and his style. Um, and maybe because we, we just don't ask him to do anything that he can't do, and he does, he does what he does like very well for us. So with England, I think it's just like a weird pressure because he's, he's obviously you know coming off off the back of winning that Young Player of the Year award and all that stuff. There's probably just a pressure with this England team to, to perform yeah. at the highest level. And with Liverpool, like he's just yeah. he's just a lad from Liverpool, so he just has to do what he just does his role on a team. I just think it's a little bit different, but um, yeah. 
nah, he's definitely the guy, man. I think I'm, I'm with you. I think he's top, top right back in the world right now. I'm trying to think who else could be there, but I do think it's him right now. I think he's he's probably the best right back in the world. I'd agree with that. Yeah. I'd agree with that as well, man. Can't 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 fault it, man. And just just gotta keep doing what he's doing. He's, as I said, future Liverpool captain, man, for sure. For sure. If he, we can we can keep hang on to him, no other team's coming prime away for us, but a cheeky offer, but we'll see. We'll move on to a different league quickly. Um with League on. Um, obviously, we had PSG. We talked in at nauseum with their with their crazy signings they made this summer, or their free transfers. So far in the league, they are um, obviously top of their league right now after five games, fifteen points. Um, do you reckon that will stay that way? Do you think they'll they'll <laughs> return to their position as top of the league in, in league one this year, or is there anyone else think that could challenge them this year? Last year, obviously, we saw that Lille came and won the league, but I'm guessing with all their signings, we're probably predicting that PSG going to win again, right? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's 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 all them. Now that's it, the problem. Like, they, really they had a fantastic start. <laughs> um, they didn't. I don't believe they did last season. And come hmm. on, man, getting the messy. Like you're able to just sort of like rotate rest of players. Um, you you'd be hoping that obviously um, Lille will come close. But look at Lille start. They're twelfth. You know, um, one win in five. Yeah, and um, already minus four goal difference. So, yeah, PSG, look at that. It, their stats are always healthy in this league. Goals for 16, goals against 5, plus 11, like, already four yeah. points at clear. Uh, man, this league is, is, is sad, but, I mean, it's, it won't be super, super con- competitive until mm. another team can uh, rival them. Similarly as, like, when Liverpool rivaled uh, Man City. Man City was doing it, but we were hitting them blow for blow. No yeah. other team has that, like... Not even just ability, but financial stance to be able to do that, and exactly. so it's becoming yeah. as what what used to happen in the days back in the day. But back in the day when Leon were dominating, it was just year after year it was Leon until a different cycle will change. Oh, and it seems that there's a penalty to Liverpool, so hopefully we can get another one. But um, <laughs> yeah, man, it's it's a fantastic league. But look, man, they're going to be able to rest Messi. But that's this is the problem with their league. And why I think it kind of sometimes the premiership is better. Like their league isn't super, super competitive at times because it's just a foregoing conclusion that they should just win all the games. Yeah. But last season was interesting. And if someone can, can go neck to neck with them for more of the season, it will help them. You can see that's why they seem to flourish so well. Because when they're winning two games too easily, it can kind of affect them in the Champions League. It's a bit like mm-hmm. Celtic. They're doing well, and then like you know, when they come into the proper things, they get they get a little bit of a punch in the mouth. It's a bit of a crazy <laughs> one, you know. So, um, but yeah, no, like let's be honest, man, they 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 winning it. They win it. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. I think it's kind of, it's kind of theirs to lose. Um, we'll have to just see what happens. The league progresses. Obviously, we're only five games in for them, but um, yeah, man, they added, added Lionel Messi to that team. It was already kind of stacked with firepower. Um, if you're to believe things on FIFA, obviously like FIFA 22 is coming out soon. The top top ten players in the world, three of them are playing for PSG, <laughs> Mbappe, Neymar, yeah. and Messi. So um, it's a team that's stacked, and um, yeah, it's definitely their, their league to lose. We'll have to see if they can continue to to press on. If they, if, I mean, like they're gonna, they're hoping like obviously they're thinking they can go undefeated, but we'll take it take it game by game. They've already won five out of five, so. We'll see how they progress. But um, keeping on the topic of Messi, obviously he left uh, Barcelona this season. 
um, which we talked about already. But um, I'm just wondering, like, who do you reckon is going to like add star power now to this La Liga? Because if you look at the league, right, like a lot of players um, that they had before, they had the, the Messi's, the Ronaldo's, um, Neymar, all these players before, but they've all left, right? Um, yeah. And I'm just wondering, like, who do you think now is going to add star star power to this La Liga? Like, is it is it the likes of a Vinicius Junior? Is it is it um, is it Memphis Depay? Is it Dembele? Like, who's going to be the guy? Do you think now in the league and all the all the the old guard has left, basically? I think, and uh, just to say, unfortunately, penalty got saved. I can't believe yeah. someone missed <laughs> Doesn't happen every day, but no worries. But on this thing, but um, in terms of it, man. That like Ronaldo and Messi obviously leaving respectively um, Real Madrid and Barcelona will give birth to other stars. I think Fatty for um, for Barcelona. Yeah, they gave him the number ten shirt. Yeah, but the pie as well because for for me basically when the pie is on it, he's on it. A very like obviously at the moment doing big things for for country uh, for Netherlands, been fantastic in their qualifying and the last recent couple of games. But Benzema is a star as well. Obviously, aging, but still like season on season. That's someone that Real Madrid rely on massively. It's, yeah. If he was to go down for this season, it's a big problem for them. Big problem. But again, um, that another style says obviously Atletico Madrid, and I'll say obviously it's just their their sub and their manager. Obviously, Oblak as well, fantastic kind of keeper, and been doing it season season in season out. So obviously. These are stars that will kind of like emerge and things like that. And just the young, the young Spanish stars. Because if you look at, um, obviously, how they performed in the Euros, you have players like Pedri coming yeah. in. Um, another player who plays for uh, Leipzig, uh, Spanish player, Omar as well. Daniel, so they got, yeah, yeah there's, there's a lot of good Spanish youngsters. But, but, but Pedri as well, he'll be very special. Very special for Barca. They were smart to get him to obviously sign a new deal. And players like that. So it won't be like, I won't say it's the crop of the 20s, but I'd say like the, the, the late 20s, but it's the younger stars which mm-hmm. will come, you know. So um, yeah, it'll be interesting, but definitely it's a blow to lose Messi and Ronaldo. And I think things might things might shift, man. The Real Madrid um, of old is, is whether they'll be, they're still able to attract big names. Obviously, yeah, we saw that. that place to yeah. go. As yeah. well, that, that, that. I think that swings it back again because Mbappe is the face of, I'll say he's the face of football approaching him and Haaland in terms of taking over from the crowns of Messi and Ronaldo. But obviously, Messi and Ronaldo they, they ain't done just yet. So um, yeah. it's gonna be interesting this season to see like how things will, will pan out. For sure, yeah, we saw that. We saw that already. They they were able to to convince Camavinga to come, obviously from um from Rennes um this season. So. They've kind of like shored up their midfield a little bit with that. He's like kind of going, going to be one of those future centre midfielders that are going to be talked about for some years to come. We everyone thinks so anyway. Um, yeah. I think Real Madrid could be interesting. Obviously, they've got these young players like um, as we just mentioned, Camavinga, but they've also got like uh, Vinicius Junior, who I mentioned earlier, who could be a guy if he continues to make that next step. Um, I just remember obviously him playing against us last year in Champions League. He kind of tore us apart at times last year. We weren't we weren't we weren't at our best anyway, but he he kind of like messed with Liverpool a little bit last year, so he could be a player that could potentially to make make some waves um in the league especially because they're looking i think it's just a league that's maybe starving for that next guy who's going to be the face of this league for the next few years and i think it could be yeah. as you said um these young players like a vinicius junior and ansu fatty could be like could be one of the people that's going to spearhead them um, where the league is the league is going but we'll see what happens with them in, in like the champions league type, type of things if, if it's um 
a case where like obviously because the league itself is always is always always competitive. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how those teams now fare in um, Champions League when they're faced with other teams who are obviously been doing it for a lot longer. The likes of a Bayern, obviously they beat uh, Barcelona yesterday three 0 <laughs> Yeah. Um, and they continue to beat on those boys. So we'll have to see how that goes. But it's going to be interesting to see as the season progresses. Um, we'll quickly mention Serie A. Um, I think Roma are currently top of that league. Um, obviously, they've recently uh, got Jose Mourinho. He's, he's, he's there. He's, he's their manager. Um, I think Tammy Abraham actually scored in his first his first game for them in, on his debut. Oh, on his debut. So that, he just missed. So he, he had a great game because he had two assists. He got two he's assists. Like, yeah, yeah. he's been scoring of recent. So he's been scoring of recent. Yeah. Great. Yeah, man, he's been on it. He's been on it. So Roma's a team that I think that like, could potentially like press forward and challenge in, in this league. Obviously, we had Inter win for them last year, but Inter obviously had their whole overhaul this summer and lost a bunch of players for various reasons, financial, whatever it was. Um, but like, what do you reckon the Roma's chances are? Mourinho's chances are of winning Serie A this year? Definitely, because you know what would be so funny if he he was to win it, he's basically just slapping us all in the face, isn't it? We telling us, oh, you guys fought, fought my thing. Even though personally, don't get me wrong, still think he's dope, but I still think his football's a little bit outdated. Yeah, it would work in other leagues, leagues for sure. But um, it would go to show because I think Inter made a mistake. It not they made a mistake, but it's really with their owners. The fans know what they would have wanted. Keep Lukaku, keep Martinez. They would have, they would have dominated. I, I don't see how. It might have been even a new kind of like dawn of age with like Juventus taking a little bit of a step back with what happened last season. But um, mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting. Interesting, personally, because Tammy, if Tammy keeps doing as he as he does, it's very rare to see an English player, not rare for him to do so well, but doing so well where internationally he'll have to be recognised. Yeah. There's a problem with Chelsea. He was, he was in and out. And now, obviously, as soon as Chelsea brought in Lukaku, it was like, look, I like it what he done. did. He, he didn't think to himself, oh, he was like, look, I could have thought, let me go to a place where I'm wanted, new chapter, and hopefully he has a really good season. For sure, yeah. He's a player that I've, I've kind of liked for some time, but obviously he just hasn't had the opportunity at Chelsea. Um, well, he kind of has, but he didn't know, he, like, so there's other times he wasn't taking his chances. Um, but now, obviously, this this new lease of life he's got at Roma is going to be very interesting to see if he... Continues to, to score goals for them, and like as you said, gets that international recollection um, recognition that he needs, maybe to, to push him to the England squad. Um, yeah, and see, and see what happens with that because obviously he's fallen out of favour in England England squad in terms of people of like, like Bamford have come in and replaced him, and other players like Calvert Lewin have come in. So um, he's definitely fallen out of favour in that regard. But if he continues to perform for Roma, then they'll have to take a second look at him and see if he's maybe a guy they want in the team going forward. So that could be very interesting football wise, but. Um, we're going to switch gears once again from uh, football, football to the NFL, American football. Jeez. And uh, it is definitely football time. The uh, league has started again. We had our game week one last weekend and it was quite an exciting week for us. I think we had a, quite a lot of games. I think we'll run through quickly the uh, the scores and the games. But obviously the first one was that that Thursday night football game we had oh, um, between the Cowboys and the Buccaneers, man. We talked about that that bad man Tom Brady, bro. He did it once again. His team, his team in the dying embers of the game came back to secure the win over the Cowboys, who looked kind of decent with Dak. Dak looked all right. I mean, his first game back. Good man, very very good indeed. Yeah, I was very excited to have um, Amari Cooper on my fantasy team. He got me a lot of points. Oh, scored two touchdowns. It was fantastic. But the Bucks beat the Cowboys thirty-one to twenty-nine. Um, and then we move on to like the Sunday. We had a bunch of games go through. Um, yeah. 
the Jaguars, they got quite famously beaten by the uh, by the Texans, a team that we all thought were going to do nothing this year. But um, the Jazz got beaten. Irv Meyer in his first, in his first game um, as a head coach, unfortunately lost that game. But the defense for Houston really really played um, played quite well. They got three interceptions on Trevor Lawrence. He got his he got his first couple of um, touchdowns in the league, which is good for him. But through a number of picks, um, it was gonna, I think this is his first actual regular season defeat of his whole career. That's like high school, college, everything. Oh wow! Um, yes, for, <laughs> for for Trevor Lawrence, which is unfortunate. But um, it was going to happen. We knew it was going to happen at the Jaguars. They're not yeah, really a good yeah. team this year. But um, it's interesting to see how their head coach is kind of going to fare. As Obviously, he's a new head coach. Um, how he's going to fare in this league. Losing their first game was not ideal for them. But we'll see how they progress going forward. The, um, we'll move on to the next game. The Chargers beat uh, Washington football team 20-16. Their head coach got his first win. Obviously, he's a brand new head coach as well. I actually believe he's the first head coach to win his debut game. Um, since the coach did it back in like 2007 so he's the first coach since 2007 to win his debut game which is quite interesting for them obviously Justin Fields um, Justin Justin Fields Justin Herbert is a player that they're hoping makes that next step this year in his second year and progresses as a top quarterback in our league um, the Seahawks beat the Colts uh, Russell Wilson let their man cook man he did what he did what he does threw some crazy passes in that game <laughs> honestly man. some some big big lot uh, deep throws to um Tyler Lockett, I had Tyler Lockett, one of my leagues as well, really came through for me as well, which was great. Uh, but yeah, they beat the, the Colts 28 to 16. Uh, the Jets, who are, we all know are going to be trash anyway, got beaten by the Panthers 14 to 19. <laughs> 14 to 19. Good to see Christian McCaffrey back. He's healthy again, which is good to see for them. Didn't get yeah. a touchdown this week, but I'm sure he'll he'll pick up next week and get a okay. touchdown. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one of the shocks for me, I think, it was seeing uh, the Bengals beat uh, the Vikings 27 to 24. Mm. Um, Joe Burrow back from his injury. Um, they got some young pieces that they picked up in the draft, and they they did quite well to beat to beat the Vikings, who I thought would actually I thought the Vikings would whoop on them in this this first game. I thought that this Bengals team would still be coming back from that Joe Burrow injury and all that stuff, but now they did, they did what they're supposed to do, man. They they um, they beat the Vikings. Some some good performances from Joe Burrow and all the other players like uh, uh, Jamar Chase and other players that they picked up. So that's going to be interesting to see how the Bengals fare this year. Um, a big one was the Cardinals versus the Titans. They beat the Titans 38 to 13. Um, Kyler Murray balled out. He got five Ooh. five touchdowns. <laughs> he was on, honestly, that guy, I don't know what he had before the game, but boy, <laughs> he yeah. was on fire. <laughs> Definitely, he's with your Bix. Like, he came in, did a, did a job for them, uh, scored five touchdowns. De- DeAndre Hopkins did what he's supposed to do, caught two touchdowns. It was fantastic. Um, the 49ers beat the Lions 41 to 33. Um, interesting to see um, those couple of plays where they had to bring in obviously their rookie um, Trey Lance came in through through a touchdown. Um, so it's, it's it's weird that they've they've designed some certain plays for him when they're like near the goal line, which is quite interesting to see how they use him this year before he takes over. I'm sure he's going to take over as a starting role soon, yeah. but that's that's going to be interesting to see how that progresses. Steelers beat the Bills. Um, a bit of a shock because I thought the Bills would be would be good this season, but the Steelers yeah, beat the 12th I, I didn't 16. see that one. I, that definitely took me by surprise. That one as well, but for sure, uh, the blowout of the weekend. We had oh, the uh, Eagles versus the Falcons. <laughs> oh my word! I thought you were mentioning about the Packers, but yeah, nah, nah, the Falcons. That, we'll uh, get there. <laughs> oh no, we getting there for sure. <laughs> We'll definitely get there. The Falcons beat the uh, Eagles beat the Falcons, so it was the Battle of the Birds. Um, 
Justin uh, Jalen Hurts obviously came through for them, scored three touchdowns, uh, like 264 passing yards. Interesting to see a lot of play. A lot of people didn't really bank on the the Eagles this year to do much, but um, Jalen Hurts I think showed up. Obviously, the first first pass he made to Devonte Smith, their their first round pick this year, was a touchdown, which is great to see. Um, question really is like, was it the, the Eagles being really good, or was it the Falcons just being really poor? That would be the interesting thing to see going forward. Whether that's whether it was either or, but good to see the Eagles Eagles playing well again. The defense was quite solid. Um, the game I watched personally was the Browns versus the Chiefs. That one was a close one. Um, the Browns were really beating the Chiefs at one point up until like maybe the third quarter when Patrick Mahomes did Patrick Mahomes things. He took Honestly. over the game and like <laughs> there's one moment where he was running, he was he was being chased, scrambled out of the out of the pocket, um, and he just flings the ball. And you're just like, where is he throwing it to? And he, out of nowhere, Tariq Hill's there, catches it, runs it in for a touchdown. So um, yeah, that team is just they're just stacked, man. Even when like they're the only team that I can look at them, they're they're down double digits. But I know for a fact they're still going to win this game somehow. And that's exactly what they did. They came back um, and, and pulled off a, an, an interesting victory against the Browns, who actually looked really good. Baker Mayfield was making some really good throws those first three quarters. Looked like a proper solid quarterback for, for, for the first time in quite some time. Um, so that team's quite interesting, the Browns. I think the fact that he doesn't have to force the ball into, into Odell Beckham yet, who's still coming back from injury, um, he looks quite good. So the Browns, obviously their running game is solid. So they look really good. Um, and then the real big, the real big upset of the weekend. Let's talk about it. Your Packers versus the Saints, bro. What happened? <laughs> bro, bro, bro. I just, I just. Oh my god. What happened? Like, man? Yeah, like, <laughs> mistake after you know who obviously the new defensive coordinator. His name is I can't remember like Barry something or saying Barry, but whatever. Barry, Barry, Barry. You need to make your money this season, boy. I don't know what the heck was going on with that defense. Like, it was so bad. Like, just looking at the stats now, yeah, you've got, like, AJ Dillon, like, for, we hardly ran the ball. Yeah. Four attempts, 19 yards. Devontae Smith, five re- receptions, 56 yards, yeah. Mm. Jay Winston, 140. Like, our defense was, like, oh, gosh. Like, obviously, um... Like um, Aaron just got picked twice. Yeah, it, it's one of those where you just look at it, and you're just thinking to yourself, like, what the heck really happened this weekend? And uh, uh Aaron just said it rightly. We got punched in the you know where. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> got punched in the mouth, man, in the mouth. <laughs> and this is not one of these oh lightly, like KO kind of thing, like yeah, raining How can Winston get five times? What's going on here, like? It was just Kevin one of the Pitt. most bizarre like stat lines. He got five touchdowns, but he only scored. I think he only did like hundred and forty something. He only got hundred and forty-eight yards, which makes no sense. Like we literally like it's like our defense was just giving it to them. And for me, like you got like we just got to sweep. Not even sweep this under the carpet. Put this to the side completely. This is even this. You know, some games they'll be like, "Ah, oh, what did you do right? What did you?" Nah, nah, nah. Defense wasn't working. Offense wasn't getting cooking. Yeah. What we just need to do now is put that to the side and see how we can see how we can um, go about it. But for me personally, like the excitement made me think of the off season. I was like, "Yo, what is that? Aaron Rodgers, like I'm gonna do this and that, bro. Like, mm-hmm. where the, the fire at, man? What, what's going on?" But I ain't got anything to say. Like personally, like yeah. you got slapped yeah. up. You lost game one against the Saints team, which I think. I thought it might be really tight, but 
hopefully, I mean, the next game against the Lions is huge. Like, oh, yeah, I feel sorry for the Lions, bro. You're gonna destroy them, boys. Oh, my days, can you imagine Rogers now? Nah, yeah, he's vexed. Like three or four. he will be <laughs> vexing. So, I want to see fire, and I want to see obviously for me, man, it's, it's Kevin King. Like, they just, they just honestly need to get rid, man. Mm, that nah, it just they just need to give the joke to Stokes who we who we went up, uh, who we got in the first round of the draft. Mm-hmm. Hey, Stokes, your time is coming soon, man. Because this Kevin King signed into a one year deal, and I, I did read a lot of some of the mistakes were down his side. Because people oh, right. know about our other guy, man. They know about um, oh, they know about it, bro. No one throws down his side because they know. Yeah, he's, he's one of the best corners in the league. Yeah, so that's why they don't go to him. But they go to Kevin King because he's 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 got a he's a bit of a liability. The way that Tom Brady exposed him last year was mad. Oh my! Thing. I thought you know what? Uh, like maybe you eat. Like, I was like, nah, nah. There we some sip. I was like, yo. From what I was seeing, switch that TV off. But hey, man, this is football. Like I ain't gonna say we ain't gonna get there. But this is this is what needs to happen, man. I feel like if Aaron Rodgers stays, man. Ban some of this defending the getting a top, top other tight ends. Why like you need to decide, man? I know it wasn't his fault. Obviously, our left tackles out, and most of the issues I don't really think that came, but it just spiraled one after the other. And yeah, man, we just have to just knock this down and we, like we move, we we go again. Yeah, yeah, it was a tough game to watch, man. You guys got got whooped on by the Saints, but we'll see what happens. As I said, I feel sorry for the, for the Lions next week. They're going to get the full wrath of Aaron Rodgers next week. Man. It's going to be very away. tough for them. Um, the next game was the Broncos versus the Giants. Obviously, the Broncos beat the Giants. That Giants team um, with Daniel Jones, their QB, is continuing to struggle. He continues to throw interceptions. It's just tough to watch. If you're a Giants fan, I feel sorry for you because, in fact, if you're a New York fan in general with NFL, it's a tough time, bro. Like this job. Yeah, man, it's not a nice great. time to watch the team, man. Yeah, they the... become like the Knicks, man. It's garbage. <laughs> so for real, for that, real. Just not for good real. enough, man. Nah, for real. That team is, is struggling big time. So we'll see what happens with the Giants. But the Broncos look good. Next game was the Dolphins versus the Patriots. Um, that was the battle of the Alabama quarterbacks. We had um Mac Jones, who we talked about last week, took over from Cam from Cam Newton, uh, versus Tua Tonga Vailoa. Obviously, the uh Dolphins quarterback. Um, that was a tough fought game. 17-16 ended to the Dolphins. Um, I think their, their, their first round draft pick, Jalen Waddle, uh, scored a touchdown in his first game. I think he's like the second Miami player to score like a touchdown in his first game, get like 60 plus reception or receiving mm-hmm. yards, which is good to see for them. Uh, the Bears got whooped on by the Rams, expected that that Bears team's going to struggle. The Rams have a great defense, and uh, they did what they're supposed to do, man. This, this is even a prime time game for some reason. And everyone's like, "Why is the Bears game prime time? What's going on?" But but you could tell it was because of the Rams, man. That that Sean McVay run team is is deadly. Their defense is is fine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Got, got some that real, some j- is smoking, man. <laughs> for real, man. Jalen Ramsey's just just a just a guy. Yeah. Like he's top one of the top ones in the league. So it's crazy. But yeah, they I mean, they beat they beat the Rams quite easily. Um, and then the uh, final game on, on the Monday night, which was uh, interesting to see, was my Raiders versus the Ravens. So the day before, I was being asked, like, oh, do you think the Raiders are going to have a good game against the Ravens? I was like, nah, we're going to get whooped on. I thought to myself, this Ravens team with Lamar Jackson, they're going to destroy us, right? But somehow, someway, Derek Carr was moving like an MVP. <laughs> oh, boy. He Again, was, what's in that water, man? <laughs> I don't even know. I think maybe because it was the first game at our new stadium with the fans and stuff. 
um, he was really just enthusiastic and uh, obviously got the game-winning touchdown, was like a 31-yard pass, all the way to Zay Jones in overtime to secure the win. But um, it was an interesting game, man. We started the game quite, um, you know, quite lacklustre, but because the Ravens went went ahead at first. Uh, but then we came back and did what we're supposed to do. Um, Carl was obviously forcing the ball into Derek Darren Waller a lot. Um, and we got some got some plays and made some plays, but the game went to overtime. Um, and then like just weird turnovers after turnovers from both QBs, Carr and Jackson. But then to end the game, Derek Carr heaves the ball up. Zay Jones catches it. He's free in the end zone. Touchdown, Raiders win. The fangs, the stadium goes crazy. It would have been great to be in Las Vegas at the time. I'm sure it was, I'm sure it was super lit. But um, yeah, a great game if you're a Raiders fan. I had I didn't expect us to win that one. But um, speaking of the Raiders, obviously, we are in the AFC West. Um, and in the AFC West, all the teams that played this this week won their game one. So my question to you is, is the AFC the best division in football? <laughs> no. Uh, well, I mean, that's a hard one to comprehend. Because we all won our games. So currently, I'm guessing, obviously, as a Raiders fan. But is the AFC the West, of the, West the best division in football? Let's wait. As my favorite, you know, as my favorite terminology is there. Let's wait a little bit. Let's wait. Right. I'm only guessing because your division, obviously, the NFC North, everyone lost their first game. So that's why I'm guessing right now. But Mm -hmm. um, we'll give it, we'll give it some time. I think. Give it some time, man. (laughs) Because we've got the Chiefs. Let's see what happens then. Week five. Exactly. Come week two, we'll be probably, probably, by the moment. Yeah. Yeah, I'll I, I give you this for now, for now. I'll give it to you for now. <laughs> exactly. Um, before the season started, we had obviously the uh, NFL top 100 players as voted for by their players. Um, we had the, the list of 100 players voted for by other players. Um, we had a couple of players that were obviously rising up and down the different rankings from last year's rankings. Um, obviously, the likes of like Kyler Murray and Darren Waller got, got quite big jumps in their rankings. Uh, Lamar Jackson, who was voted number one in 2019 or 2020, sorry, in this year, obviously, was voted um, number 24. Similarly, like, Russ got ranked um, number 12 after being ranked in the top 10 the year before that. But um, this year, obviously, the top-ranked player, according to other players, was Patrick Mahomes, and number two was Aaron Donald. So, quick question to you is, like, is that correct? Was that the correct voting? Is Aaron is Patrick Mahomes the best player in our league? Oh, yeah, 100%, man. 100%. Uh, like, it, it is what it is, man. This guy, they didn't give him that money for, for no, like... By accident, he didn't just stumble yeah. onto that five hundred million. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> he's got the potential to go far, be even more. I mean, obviously they've got weapons, fantastic weapons they have in that Chiefs team. Yeah, man, defense is important. Don't get me wrong, Donald is, my goodness, just a force of nature and just destructive, yeah. destructive. But Mahomes. When the chips are down again in the game, just proven over the weekend, he will come mm-hmm. through, man. He will do his thing. For real. And he, once he keeps surrounding you with good pieces, you just can't go wrong, man. You can't go wrong. Like, it is, he's a special player and he's voted number one for a reason. Yeah. And I do firmly believe, as we said, I think a couple months ago, by handing him out that massive contract, the Chiefs um, assured themselves that they'll be. In the running Super Bowl, like every every year on on end now, unless something mm-hmm. crazy happens. Yeah, yeah barring big, injury. I mean, it, that's not even like it's not even a. It shouldn't even be like a thing of oh, are they making the playoffs? They're in the playoffs. 
Yeah. Like, that's what it is. Uh, like, as long as he is fit, he goes down, it's a bit different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if he's going, even if they've got, bro, even if they have to throw to me and you, bro, he's we'll still with Yeah, he'd still manage. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just saying out there for any scouts, you know what I'm saying? If they want to make my dreams come true, sign me up, sign me up. But, um, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, man, he's number one for a reason, man. It just, he's just, bro, the Chiefs will be fine. I mean, he'll keep doing his things. But that Rams defense, though, something dangerous. Else. Yeah. And again, as we keep saying in, in sport, Health is important. That Rams team was dope. But look, last season in the playoffs, like, they had a play, they had Aaron Donald just, just come back. He wasn't 100%, man. Yeah. And, and the Packers won because we had MVP rolling out. That's what it Aaron was, man. Right now, I don't know if he's MVP. He's definitely not MVP level yet. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, man. It is what it is. But, um, yeah, definitely. Sure. I, I like that um, top 100 players, but Mahomes, man, he's quality. Nah, for sure. I think he's obviously by far the, the best quarterback in our league right now. Obviously, with Aaron Rodgers still doing his thing, but um, he continues to age. So we'll see what happens this year. But yeah, man, Mahomes is that guy. Um, we saw it, as you said, in game week one against the um, the Browns. That game was, it looked like the Browns were going to win that game. They were winning by double digits, but Patrick Mahomes decided they want, that he wanted to win and, and this team willed themselves to victory. I think he just has like... It's just the perfect situation. It's the it's the the best player with the best one of the best play callers, with just some of the best options. He's got the best tight end, a top wide receiver. Um, the only thing they really need is a running game. <laughs> to be honest with you, they yeah. don't have the best running game yet. But if they had that, the league would be done for sure. So I think the fact that they don't have a good a, a fantastic running game gives us all a bit of a chance. But um, yeah, they even they even went and like restructured their offensive line this year. So that's a team that's just dangerous and is gonna again, as I said, they're in our, in my division. So with my Raiders and the Broncos and Chargers, that's a team that's like it's they're definitely winning our division like every year because the rest of us are all struggling. So yeah, it's gonna be very interesting to see how that how that progresses. A uh, couple last little bits. Um, obviously, this is the year two for for a couple of players who um, are going to obviously like hoping to make big strides this year. So my question is like, which players do you think are going to have the biggest impact in their year two between Tua Tonga-Vailoa, um, Justin Herbert and Chase Young? Ooh, I don't know, man, because Chase Young was pretty good last season. Yeah. Um, he was pretty good, but I feel like that Chargers team, Herbert takes the next step. Oh, look at Liverpool. Conceding one, oh, man, it's frustrating. Sorry, guys, for all those chances <laughs> scored, chances had, and you just, oh man, it's frustrating. But yeah, man, I, I'm gonna give it to Herbert because quarterback is very important in this in this league. Yeah, and yeah, man, I think he will step up again. Like he 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 already showed like in rookie season, like uh, Brill. But um, yeah, he he'll step up for sure. Yeah, um, I would say like two are for me, but I, I do I do think it actually probably will end up being Chase Young. I think he's just. In terms of like defense, he's one of the. I think he'll be the next guy. Like after, not after, because Aaron Donald still will do what he does for some years to come. But I think with the way that we looked at like um, a JJ Watt back in the day, like he was a top distributor, like a, a disturber of, of offenses. I think that will be Chase Young in like a year or two. I think he's going to be a guy that teams are going to have to like game script how to stop him from stopping their quarterback. Basically, I think it's going to be that kind of situation. I think he's that good. Yeah. And just that blessed, like with just just natural raw athletic ability. So yeah, he's a dangerous player, and I think he's gonna be really good in year two as well. We'll see how he continues to progress. 
Um, we talked about it briefly, but we're going to quickly just mention our players of the week for each position. So we're going to go just for a few positions, quarterback, wide receiver, uh, running back, and then defense, which defense had like a decent game for you. So we'll start with quarterback. I'll go first for player of the week. Um, mine is obviously bias. It's Derek Carr for me. <laughs> mm. Looking like an MVP. Uh, he came through for us in the last minute and over time to clinch the victory. I think he, um, obviously, the only thing I really was looking at was the fact that he was forcing the ball to Darren Waller, our tight end, quite a lot. But um, mm. made some great plays. Uh, looked like he was really enthusiastic with all our fans in the stadium. And I think he had a great week. So my player of the week for quarterback is Derek Carr. Yourself, quarterback, your player of the week? Quarterback, my homes, man. Just, uh, just gets it done, man. Mm. Even that time, giving the ball in the hand to take your team to victory. And I think, um, obviously, the Browns are close. Oh, are you actually kidding me? It's actually 2-1 to AC. Oh, snap. <laughs> what if frustrating, man? What the heck? And I knew this was going to happen with the amount of chances that we had. Oh, sorry, guys. But, um, yeah, yeah. but... Um, <laughs> quarterback. Sorry, guys. The stuff coming in is just... Yeah, man. Yeah. All right, so moving on to wide receiver. Your player of the week for wide receiver. Oh, gosh, uh... Do you know what? I had it down as um. I know I'm going. I'm, I think I'm being a little bit biased. Though. I had it down as um. I have it down as. Oh gosh, I had it down as um Tyreek Hill, mm-hmm. but I think. Oh, but I'm thinking about Amari Cooper as well. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. And Antonio Brown did some things as well. I'll give it to yeah. Tyreek That speed is crazy. Yeah, he's the cheer for a reason. He's just yeah. crazy quick. Um, someone was saying also that like, one of the memes um <laughs> with, with Patrick Mahomes is just effort for throw up there. Tyreek will be there somehow. <laughs> Tyreek will catch it somehow. And that's really just what it is for them. Um, but for me, I think wide receiver of the week, as you mentioned already a little bit, Amari Cooper, I think he had a great week, uh, game week one. Even though they, the, his team lost, um, he had a great, a great week for them, running some really good routes. Um, it's, it's a Dallas team that could be really good um, depending on really how the running game comes along I think Zeke didn't have the greatest week one but I think he can be back next year, next week obviously this Buccaneers defence is dangerous so they're going to stop anybody at running back but um, yeah Tyreek I'm um, not sorry not Tyreek Amari Cooper with um, C.D. Lamb as the wide receiver for the Cowboys is really dangerous so Amari Cooper is my wide receiver of the week um, running backs of the week um, for me uh, mine is the Ravens running back, uh, Tyson Williams. Um, I think he obviously came in this season with, um, they had a bunch of injuries to their running backs. Jacob Dobbins got an ACL injury. Um, Gus Edwards got an ACL injury. Like all their running backs went down. So this rookie Tyson Williams had to step up um, in his first game against the Raiders. Um, he did quite well, he got a number of yards, got a touchdown. Um, so he had a pretty good game week one, but obviously they lost thankfully to the Raiders, which is great to see. But, um, yeah, he was my running back of the week for sure for me. Yourself, running back of the week? Um, kind of want to – I know you didn't get the, the most of all the yards, but I kind of want to give it to Christian McCaffrey. It's good to see him back. Mm. Um, 98 yards, but then he got a lot of um, – uh, 98 yards rushing, but got a lot of um, receiving yards, yards as well. well yeah. Obviously, man, he is the face of the Panthers' like offense, so – it was good yeah. to see him back. Good to see him getting yardage as well. So yeah, yeah, he's he's great for uh, my fantasy league. I have him one of my leagues. Um, even though he didn't score a touchdown, it's gonna be, still got me hella points. So he was definitely huge for me, <laughs> which is always good. 
Uh, and then we'll quickly end it off with defense. Um, not really too many that had like great weeks, but um, do you have a defense of the week? I can go first if you don't have one just yet. Um, no, no, I'm going to go with the Rams, man. Yeah. The Rams, obviously, just proven. As we said, like Ramsey, Donald, like, yeah, they're going to they're gonna do things this season. So, obviously, let their, let their defense just shine on through. Yeah. And yeah, it's just, um, I like them, man. I like what they're doing there. So, no, nah, that's dope. Uh, yeah, mine is the Texans. Um, obviously, like they got their free interceptions in this game. I think as a defense in the whole of last year, they got free interceptions the whole year, and in this game week one, they've already got three interceptions so far this year. Obviously, it was against a, a rookie quarterback and a rookie uh, head coach in Urban Meyer and in um, um, Trevor Lawrence. But yeah, that defense still did what they're supposed to do. But they got their interceptions, so that they are my defense of the week. Um, that's something we're probably going to do every week if we can. We're going to do like a, a, a player of the week or a, or a you know section of the week in with the defenses and stuff and we'll see how that goes throughout the rest of the season yeah. but um yeah man that's it for this week man another exciting uh, wonderful episode of the aggregate school podcast with myself Ayo, and elijah uh if you want to hit us up on the socials we are on twitter and instagram you can get us at aggregate underscore score on everything you can hit us up there or wherever you listen to your podcast we are we're there as well so we're, we're going to be putting us a lot more stuff on the socials and getting more active on there in the coming weeks, uh, obviously Elijah's currently watching this Liverpool game. That's why we're <laughs> we're currently a bit yeah, happy with this result, man. This this two one loss so back. far. Yeah. Hopefully, man, we'll see if we can bounce back. Hopefully, get this get this equalising goal and maybe maybe challenge it. But uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll talk about Champions League in the next few weeks because obviously that's just started uh, yesterday as well. Uh, United lost their first game. Um, we are looking like we're going to lose our first game, unfortunately, but hopefully not. Let's hope that we turn it around. Let's see what happens. We could we could. Uh, learn to regret those words we'll see what happens <laughs> in the coming weeks but yeah man another exciting episode uh from me ayot and from elijah over and out thank you very much for listening i'll see you next week or in the next few weeks yeah take care peace